No, I'm recording already, Badler. Okay. Oh, you're eating a cracker live podcasting. That's unbelievable, Stephen. <laughs> you just... Uh, this is dinner. Yeah, it's good. They don't feed us well. <laughs> cracker, the crackers are good. They're, they're described on the packet. And you know me, I don't try anything new. It's described on the packet as a soda biscuit. But it looked to me, the picture, like a salada. Yeah, thanks, mate. Exactly what I thought. But it's it's much softer than a salada. It's uh it's a very brittle biscuit. Are you with me? Yes. And I've got to tell you, I think they're great. They're nice. They're nice snack. I can't read any of the uh, ingredients, so I can't tell you how many. Um, I actually, I, there is a calculation thing. I could work out how many points it is. Is there a barcode on it? Can you scan, scan that? Yeah, one? they're going to have Chinese biscuits mate, in the Weight Watchers. Do they have app. Weight Watchers in China? I don't think so. They just don't How eat do a you lot. Know? Or I'm making an assumption. Because yeah, like they got to like the the stuff because news news flash. The two blokes are in China right now recording this. Yeah. And the food that we've had the last few days is been well outside your comfort zone. Very much. So, so. you haven't had really much of that. But there's I've been lost some a couple of kilos just here this week. <laughs> <laughs> there's been interesting uh, offerings that, and you know me, I'm not afraid to try stuff. And um, what about the uh, the blackened egg today? Mm. Did you see that? I did see the black and the black chicken though mm. in the soup. Did you hear Michael explain how back in the day the blackened egg was created? No. It was an egg that was um, marinated, basically sealed in and and stewing in yeah. horse urine. Wow. Yep. Really? And then they eat it. Uh yeah. Then they cook it and eat it. But the shell protects it from the. Well, clearly the shell lets some stuff in <laughs> because that egg was black. <laughs> wow. Uh, they don't do that anymore. It's now it only took the good stuff out. marinated in something else. I guess. Yeah, right. That's safer. Option. Needless to say, wonder how how Trev didn't and try that. Would go with that one. How did he go with the health inspection for that one? Oh, well, how are you? You're, oh, they're just soaking in horse urine. Yeah. Okay. I think that's probably why they don't do it anymore. All right. That'd be my guess. But it's been interesting, hasn't it? The uh, well, one first, of the things. So it's our first time here since pre-COVID too. We yeah. haven't been here for like five or six. Years. <laughs> I've been here three days. And today, for the first time, I saw rice. <laughs> and it's a reminder that what we think of as Chinese food yeah. is just fast it's food for Westerners, It's right? westernised Chinese food, Because you would yeah. never go to a Chinese restaurant and not have rice put out with your Mongolian yeah. lamb or whatever it is, yeah. right? And, Whereas here, spring as it was described yeah. to us by Michael Tran from Oppo, who are our uh, sponsors here uh, bringing us over to this great country, um, uh, it was described that, you know, your parents would leave the rice to last so that you don't fill up on it. You'd eat oh. the meats and the proteins and the okay. veggies and stuff. Because they like I, I looked at that'd my little like, rice bowl. That'd be like putting the bread out last at home. But that's exactly the point, right? You then go you fill have, up on it. Yeah, you know, I've filled up on bread before at, at a lunch and then you hey you still have a big steak when actually yeah. I probably didn't need the big steak because I was already half full. There like go, I looked mate. at my look at my lunch today and I I nibbled on some some pork and some beef and stuff. Yep. That rice that came out at the end, I'd only used like one third of it, maybe maybe yeah. half at most. Whereas before, that was, that was the I would have dumped would have that out yeah, and then yeah. put the pork and stuff yeah, on it. Interesting. I did notice too, they also brought noodles out last, remember? That was on the last dishes, noodles. Yeah, that's, that was we, weird. You'd expect yeah. that to be one of the first, but anyway, I mean, was, uh, interesting. I don't want to delve too deep in it because obviously, <laughs> um, obviously we, might, um, we might discuss this a bit on the private feed, but I just have to talk about... <laughs> fried breadsticks. Oh, baby, yeah. At the breakfast bar. Really nice, eh? I mean, A, they had hot chips this morning, which were warm, but I hot didn't care. Hot chips for breakfast. I mean, I just went, this is happening. That's their version of the their, hash brown. Mate. Their fried eggs brown. were unbelievable. Yes. But they had these, they look like baguettes, but yeah. all, all cut up, and they'd been fried. Yeah. So deep fried. So there's a breadstick, and they put it in a deep fryer, and then expanded and became like softer and And I'm telling bigger. you, I'm they all are, in. They are nice, yeah. We that is not something I need to know yeah, where yeah. I can get back home. And on our on that's our cheap diet meal journey food. right yeah. now, yeah, that's not the last thing we should be eating. We can yeah. eat a couple each this morning. Yeah. So that's our, remind that's me tomorrow, our cheap meal for the week. Remind yeah. me tomorrow on the private, we have to talk about weight loss because yeah. we're going to annoy people. It's like, remember when, you know what's going to annoy people in the private feed over the what's next that? month and a half? It's going to be as annoying as when we were both waiting and buying cars. Yeah. You know, every week it was, you know, what's happening. And so now it's going to yeah. be every week what's happening with well, these two fat blokes. I think people can relate though. Maybe. I think so, maybe. Okay. Um, but I have a question about scales, and I'll, I'll bring that up uh, right. in great yeah, detail. That's, that's private. But we're here in China as guests of Oppo. 
What about uh, Oppo, I should say? How do you say it? Oppo? Oh, I, I say Oppo, but I try as it's often as I can to say Oppo because it's meant to be Oppo. Oppo. Um, yeah. So when I fly back on Saturday morning, I have to drive straight to Young for my, my niece's um, baby shower. Yeah. Amanda has bought a baby onesie right. and she's just cricketing on it. Oh. I woke up with my great uncle on today. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That is pretty cute. That's cute. <laughs> that is pretty cute. Very creative on the cricket, eh? Mate, she... She's a genius. She should be doing the the launches. Honestly? Get her over. Get, she's get, very get, good. Get Mr. Wolf over there. I've got to ask her whether she wants to go to the Christmas thing. I don't think she will because she's like me. She doesn't really like going out and seeing people she doesn't know. <laughs> um, is she equally xenophobic as you, is she? Nah. Xenophobic? Yeah, xenophobia is like fear of people. fear of. I feel like xenophobia stuff. is something else. Do you want me to look it up? Can you? Because I'm... Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I want you to be let right. Me, let me Google it, okay? I'm but pretty sure. No, no. I'm pretty confident of Amanda will love to go to dinner or to lunch with friends. But right. take her to like, like a cricket, a no cricket event where yeah. she'd be there with influencers. And, like, she'd be like, what am I doing here? Like, yeah, I know right. all this stuff. Like, you're not teaching me anything. Yep. What's the... What's the no, it's not, not loading. Because it's you're not, on the Chinese internet? I'm on the Chinese internet. Mate, you've got to use your... Just use your Vodafone SIM card roaming. $5 a day, brother. Oh, that's what I'm using, mate. It's not working. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. good. It's not a great... Uh... Hang on. Let me turn Wi-Fi off. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Turn that rubbish okay. off. Okay. Mate, the Chinese internet... It doesn't always work, mate. Look, oh, here we go. Yeah. Xenophobia. Um, let's go. Uh, it is... Oh, I didn't think it was that. Yeah, no. See, that's what I don't think no, it no, is that. It was a, I thought it was a fear of people. Yeah, mate. Showing an extreme... Yeah. No. Oh, hang on. <laughs> extreme dislike or fear of people... From foreign countries. That's what they knew it wasn't okay. what you thought it no, was. No, I thought xenophobia was just people. No, because I've definitely heard people refer to like Pauline Hansen as xenophobic. No, and I'm thinking, no, no, no. Yeah, qualifier: a fear and hatred of strangers or foreigners, strangers or foreigners. Yeah, I think people you don't know are strangers, aren't they? So that technically, I'm right. No, I think I don't mean to, it's it's a one step back from being racist. I think you're just a scared, that's what I mean. You're scared of that's why I don't want to hear about. You're it. not comfortable. But what's the word? So because uh, we I was with the, the Ariana the PR the other day and we were going somewhere. And I'm like, listen, yep. I'm at peak social anxiety here. Right, I just don't yeah, want to be here. fear is all. It's the fear or dislike of anything which is perceived as being foreign or strange. Yeah, I don't, mate. That's not no. That's not the word. I don't want to. Please, okay. Please don't ever refer to me as xenophobic <laughs> again. Okay. <laughs> like I really. Are you, or are you? Zen, you're definitely not a xenoph- xenophilia. I'm a hundred percent. Please don't give me a philia either. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> Two blokes talking grammar. <laughs> please, bloke talking philia. Something philia. I don't. No, we don't want that. Okay. No, there's got not. I'm. I'm trying to load ChatGPT. I want to know. Um, is there a word? Oh, hang on. I agree to the terms. Yes, okay, let's go. Is there a word? Is ChatGPT going to work in China? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, roaming. You're, you're roaming anyway. Oh, so you, you hotspotted your phone. Always, okay. yeah. Is there a word to describe a fear of social situations? It's going to say xenophobia. It's <sighs> thinking. Waiting. Great, great, great podcasting, podcast. isn't it? Brilliant. ChatGPT has never taken this long before. Yeah, well, we're in China, mate. It's going nah. through a few other servers before it but hits But seriously, you. That's, that's that's unusual, to be honest. Um, it's, going to, it's going straight to the the government servers right now. and they're, they're Yes, on their there way. is. Oh, my God, it's taking forever to download the yeah. answer. Yes, there is. A, look how slow it's coming up. Yes, there is a word for a fear of. It's so slow. Yeah. There's I've the, never seen this happen before. tension's killing me. Come on. Mate, this is unbelievable. Do you reckon it's because I'm using ChatGPT 3.5 instead of 4? I think it's because the Chinese government is looking. Why would Trevor Long be asking this question here? What has he got against us? It could be that. <laughs> well, this is going to have to be a cliffhanger for people because I'm just not getting an answer. So you went to ChatGPT? Yeah. see if I can get that. Oh, mate, not this now. This riveting, riveting. Just don't worry about it. Let's just move on. It's just unbelievable. I just, I'm disappointed. Honestly, I don't understand why it didn't work. I'm so annoyed because there should be. Anyway, I'll leave it open and we'll get back to it. No, unable to load conversation. It's just died. Out the arse. Oh. Move on. <laughs> it is time to do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 609. Thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo. We'll tell you about your networking needs with the Netgear shortly and your home security needs with Arlo. We are in China as guests of OPPO. Thank you to Michael and Cara and the team at OPPO for having us here at their Tech Insiders 
Forum, which is essentially uh, what it is. There's a bunch of journos here from a couple, couple of around um, uh, around Asia and from Europe, which is uh, everyone getting together and we'll tell you what we've seen uh, momentarily. It's uh, it's good to be here. Um, I am excited, Stephen, to get back home because I'm excited for people to see our intro. Oh, for the video? Yep. Okay. I'm yeah. excited. Do you like new, it? New intro, yes. Yeah, you happy with it? Yeah, I, do. I am happy with it. Okay. Yeah. My suggestion to improve it, I think, really makes it. No, it did. It, it was good. Yep. I think that um, I just need. We need some sting. I need some sting overlays, but we'll get those uh, in the next sting? week. Oh, so when mean? we play sting, there's just something to to show on screen as well. Are the stings that come through on the video? Yeah, the stings do, but uh, that's audio. Oh, like you, you, you want mean something like a, on a visual the screen? Sting. Yes. Ah, yes, that's right. Okay, I see what you mean. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm, I'm through on our chat GPT. Oh, okay. What's it say? Uh, no, hang on. No, oh. I've, got to, I've got to type it. What did you ask it? Oh, well, I'm asking is it again. There a word? Is there a word to describe a fear of social situations? This is honestly riveting podcasting. It really is. Anyway, we're here with Oppo, and the idea of an event like this, it's not about a product launch. And I think we could describe this as a famil. Okay, I've often... got an answer already. Okay, wow, okay. okay, sorry to interrupt you, mate. Okay. The, there is a specific term for the fear of social situations. It's called social anxiety. No, but that's what. That's, no, people I experiencing that. social anxiety may feel intense fear, nervousness, or discomfort in social settings, and they may avoid social situations to manage their anxiety. In more severe cases, it can be diagnosed as social anxiety disorder, which spells out sad. Oh, <laughs> how's there not a? Uh, what are the other things, you know, phobia? Well, has it not an actual word well, for yeah, it? Yeah, xenophobia. Is no, the that's one. not it. It's the nearest one. It's Well, that's fear, not what we're going strangers. with. It's a fear of strangers. It's, it's a fear of but foreign part, people, part mate. Of the problem is you don't know these people, that which are strangers. Yes, mate. Stop calling right. me xenophobic. All right. Please. Okay. Please stop calling me xenophobic. <laughs> anyway, so, anyway. Stephen, oh, I've described this event or this trip as a famil. Is that how you would describe it? Uh, you mean like a familiarisation? Familiarisation. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're often pitched well, to us. We, we get a phone call or an email about a yeah. trip, and it's, you know, we've got this uh, event or announcement. So that's a product launch, product announcement, et cetera. Yep. And then the separate style is, uh, I would call this a familiar. It's where there's no real uh, obvious content expectation, right? Now, there's definitely content we yeah, can come out of this with. We have with, to write something. But yeah. It's not like I'm ready to do the Today Show at this event because there's no, no. physical thing to talk about. There's no... I, I described it as a look behind the curtain. Uh, like a comp- you heard of, you know what the company, you've heard of yeah. Oppo, yeah. but we get a look behind the scenes at their labs, their production lots of facilities and how they produce their products yeah. and services. And I think a lot of it is about Helping us understand the ethos of the company, yeah. their direction, where they've come from, you know, things that we might not have known through our journey with them because our journey with Oppo goes back 10 years when they yeah. launched in Australia. I remember you and I went to a, a launch in, in, in Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. where they had a big partnership with JB Hi-Fi, which yep. is still in place today, let's yes, be real. Is. yeah, yeah. Um, so and that, that was, was sort of their, their debut into the country. That was like our first exposure to them and I think that yeah. was – that that's how far back and back I can it goes. Remember the phone had it was one of the very first phones yeah. that had a beauty mode. Yeah, do you remember that? Mm. And it looked at me and went, "That doesn't don't need to do any work here." It looked at you and said, "Geez, I've got to be doing a bit." Yeah, of they sent this, they sent the photo fact back to the factory <laughs> to work in it in the labs. So, so yeah, that's my memory. So of that. that's why we're here. We're in Shenzhen. To get to Shenzhen, you go to Hong Kong and then you cross the border. And oh, how fun was that? Oh, it was about <laughs> as fun as a you know <laughs> dental exam. Wow. That was the experience, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, that's life. It's yeah. China. Like, they're oh, not. Yeah. But we'd went through a process, to be clear. We, we'd yeah, been through we a process to, to get a visa. visa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they kind of knew everything about us. Yeah, they, well, yeah. They, they did, but they still asked. The, yeah. the lady that, that spoke to me was like, Have you been to China before? Yeah. And she goes, In, in what capacity? I said, As a journalist. Like, uh, And she goes, was, Where's the visa? I went, It's in my previous passport. We, I went through this with the consulate in Sydney. Chinese right, so they are, oh, they never asked me that, any questions about that, but whether I've been here before, because yeah. I did have my previous passport. I could have shown them. I I the left it at home. One. So yeah. lucky. Well, yeah. anyway, so we uh, we we we're here for a couple of days. I, I arrived a day early because I had radio to do. You're staying a day late because you've got Sky to do. Yep. But the two key days were yesterday and today, as we're recording. We are recording on Thursday night Sydney time. We apologise. This will come through a little later in the evening than it normally would, um, but. Two days and essentially, you know, bus off to labs and offices to see things. Now, the first thing they showed us was very much a vision to their or, or a way of putting a flag in the ground that says we know about augmented reality. It was their way of saying, hey, you know that Apple thing that they're working on? <laughs> We're across it too, okay? Yeah. We can do it. We and it was it was actually pretty cool. They talked about 
they called it cyber, cyber real? real. Yeah. And they talked about how using a smartphone, they can map a room, and this was a hundred square meter room, yep. mapped out so that in your phone, in any of the phones that they had there running this this camera software, you could see virtual things. So your rather objects, than just virtual objects, I think a lot of us yeah. know that on a on a on an app on a phone, you can place virtual objects in the room and walk around them. But in this room, all of the phones yep. could see the same. Virtual it was objects. Like, it was like Pokemon. You go, you go hunting Pokemon. Remember that app we used to do? That was yeah. it Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. So you'd find them in the wild, and you could you could see them through the app. It was yeah, a but bit like the that. difference between this and that is Pokemon Go. It was it was a unique to you. They were in the same area yeah. and whatnot. But this is you and I could be. Let's put it this way: you and I could be standing on opposite sides of the room, pointing cameras at a wall yep. where there was just dots, and we could both see a video projected on that from wall from our angles. Yeah, from yeah, different yeah. angles. Yep. So no matter how many people are standing, they're all seeing it through their own view. And what that, that was doing was, was showing that they can place objects in a physical space permanently. Yeah. Uh, they showed a, a good example of a really empty space with a, like a retail environment where the a big foldable big or flip fold phones where you could flip. walk around them and see yeah. the details of them. That was them. good. That was a good example. And, and we, we, like I, we shot, you just shot a video too, but looking at the phone, through the phone screen, you're seeing the object and you can actually walk around it, but then you, you actually show the, what's in the room and there's nothing in front of you, yeah. yet you can still get the phone and walk up around the object and uh, get closer to it further back. Augmented reality. I think, yeah. I think most of us know what that is. Yeah. And then they had a they even had Didn't they have a thing where you could watch a video on a window? Was yeah. that one? It was, it was on a wall, basically, yeah, yeah. but it was a window, but yeah, yeah with some marks on the wall. Yeah. And then there was, there was a mixed reality headset. So it looked a lot yes. like a VR headset, but it did have cameras on the front yeah. so that when you put it on, you could see the world around you, very much HTC Vive-like. They did yes. the same demo with the... Drawing. Drawing, you were drawing images on my face. Yeah. Or well, really, it was it was an item on your head, on your forehead, <laughs> yeah. uh, which That's we a, then found out they it's couldn't a not delete. safe for work. Uh, not safe for work to mention what it was. That's right. Okay. So Trev uh, couldn't erase it either. So it was somewhat concerning that other people were going to put that yeah, same other. headset on. <laughs> so Cara, Cara from uh, from Oppo spent some time drawing <laughs> clouds around it to make to kind of yeah, mask oh, it to hide. It. Is that what she did? That's what she oh, did. That's yeah. Nice of her. Which was really helpful. Yeah. Um, and it was it, look, it wasn't a bad I- example, but like you think about augmented reality, it was like mixed virtual, reality, virtual drawing. It was basically. HTC does that excellent, very, very, very well. Yep. Um, Meta Meta's Quest got the Quest has, has doing it very, very well. Yep. Apple Vision is your next level of it. Yep. I just think that then this was not a product they're going to launch anytime soon. It was their way of saying, hey, if need be, we could come to market. It felt like AR for the masses, you know, like VR yeah. for the masses. It was a a uh, easily accessible yeah. tool. Yeah. I, I don't ever see it coming out in Australia or ever. Ever. Why? I just made. I, I honestly. Yeah. I think Apple will find a market for their oh, premium yeah. yep. entertainment headset, and HTC will gain market share because more people will be aware of of AR and VR, and hey, they wouldn't be able to afford the Apple. Let's just product. remember yeah. that five to six, seven years ago, Samsung was all in on VR. Yeah. Had headsets you could put your phone in and all this stuff. But now yeah. they're doing nothing. I think that was ahead of its time a little bit. No. So they're out of AR, you reckon, VR? Mate, so. no one, I think they've realised. You reckon they've done their It's a gimmick. It. Okay. It's like 3D TV. Well, but, mate, again, we underestimate the Apple effect here. Once Apple's in it, and, mate, other companies have said it. They can't wait for Apple to be in it because it's going to help them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that uh, there might be a rethinking of VR and AR. Yeah. Uh, the, it'll, it'll just make a bigger playing field for everyone. Bottom well, line, once I, uh, once Apple's in the game, what we saw today or yeah, yesterday yeah, yeah. was was Oppo saying, "Guys, we've we got this. this. If yeah, we, we need to, yeah. we can bring this stuff out." Yeah, and our phones are powerful enough to do it. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the message. And, I and, got. and I, the question I asked was, "Can we download this today?" And they said, "No, no. This is about, the cyber reel was still in development." And it, she said, did she say it might come out next year or the year after? If she didn't really specify. She, I think she said it wouldn't come out in the yeah, next year. Yeah. <laughs> So it's it's basically a look what we can do with the technology with our devices, yeah, and how how we do it. I did we you did mention the little bear as well. Oh, I didn't the, think it was appropriate. The little bear, the little bear. How can I describe this? The little bear was making. Some, it looked like an Olympic mascot. It's like yeah, an Oppo mascot. Yes, and, and he was the idea was to stand next to the bear, and he's shaking his right his right. It's like hand. he's waving with his hand. Yeah, no waving, or are you supposed to be next to him shaking hands? I don't know. Yeah, it was sort of a bit low to be a wave. But if you wave. were if you were the right height, like an Aussie, maybe for one of yes. the locals, they were a bit yeah. not as tall. But if you stood was, too close, it was he was his arm, his hand was going in areas he was that he shouldn't be going. You, basically, yes. Yeah, so you did look like you enjoyed it, though. <laughs> Should I share that video? 
Do you think? I, I want be, to because be I think it's funny, but I yeah. wonder that like it I, might be somewhat offensive to I our host. I initially hosts. tried to match the speed of his arm to shake his hand, remember? Yeah, and then you and then, and then, then thought, what you do is put your hands behind thought, your head. I put my hands behind and my thrust head and forward. <laughs> oh, yeah. Swing. Swing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so then we went to the fitness lab. Stephen was in his element. Is that right? I was in my element. It was a it was a gym. I think that was the company gym. And I, I reckon – because all the machines there were – I reckon staff could come in and use them. I know there was stuff in the middle. They had like the the smart watches that weren't coming to Australia. They were, they were released, what, last year? A couple of years ago, I think. Yeah, and so they weren't coming to Australia. But what we saw was basically a gym – and they had in one on on one treadmill they had a guy all wired up so measuring yep. measuring various things and seeing how accurate the readings were and those things like that they also had a a uh, i think the michael and the oppo staff were fascinated with that remember the body composition machine they could see their body yeah. fat and all that they also had a uh, the a couple of bikes that you and i had a little sprint on and I beat you. You didn't beat me. I <laughs> caught up to you and then went, oh, that's enough. Okay. And then you just continued I on. I just kept going. Yeah, but you couldn't catch me anyway. But there was, was also... What, just, was, just for the record, <laughs> we did two active things competitively, which is very unusual for us. Yeah. We did that. And then today we did a five, ten meter sprint. It was a seven meter sprint. Oh, like seven track. Yeah, seven. We'll talk about that in a sec. But in the fitness lab and then next door... They had a, a woman running on a treadmill and they had like tracking dots for yeah. her legs. And I think that was so that they measure different – like, you know how when your watch can measure your pace, your, you know, the your how the time your foot's on the ground and yep. stuff like that, and also measuring your the distance you walk based on your pace, yep. based on your leg, your stride. And uh, so she basically had what, like what you use for special effects. You know how they yeah, had the, the, the little dots? dots. And so on the bike screen, you, or you see her legs on the on the screen on on the treadmill. And so that was just to make the accuracy of the readings even better. And and again, this is a product we're not going to see in Australia, unfortunately. The their smartwatch, which actually looked pretty pretty nice, it yeah. had like a curved shape to it. I, I think. Yeah. And again, this was not about a product. It was more about. Guys, when we do something, we don't just come out with a step meter. We, we don't just yeah. make this stuff up. We have labs that analyze many different people's stride, gait, run, yeah. vertical, oscillation, all these different things to hopefully more accurately uh, represent things on a smartwatch. That was the whole mm. point, right? It was, it was to say that we don't just throw a product into the ether. We're working real hard to make sure it's accurate yeah. and it does the things. They I think that's the, really did, important, though. They did the same thing with the uh, – remember we saw the VR earlier. Mm. Remember we went into that other lab where that, that uh, had the VR headset on a robot and it was looking, at, true, it was yeah. looking at the accuracy it could get. Because you got, because it's fisheye lenses, yeah. you want to make sure that it straightens out yeah. the real world around you and so it's the, the, properly the represented. Was on a robot, and we saw that the it was going through various movements and angles to, and it was like pointing at a wall with dots on it to make sure it had the distance measurements mm. correct. So just to, to what you were saying, that they they don't just slap this thing together and put it out. They test it in labs and go through some thorough thorough proving. You know, they have their like you know, a car goes on a proving ground. Yep. This is sort of their version yeah. of, of, of making sure it works properly. Yeah, I yeah. think that's absolutely what it was. Um, earlier today, we went to a lab where it was strange, wasn't it? It felt like we were going into a movie set. They had, yeah. they had a bar, they had like a, a, a karaoke yeah, lounge, right. they had a, 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 lo- a hotel lobby, they had karaoke a restaurant, bar. they had a shop, a whole range of things. Yeah. And the idea Various was environments. different lighting environments. And they had these several robots and... Uh, think of a robot as just a, a cart on wheels, but then it had a robotic arm on it. And that arm had a, had an Oppo smartphone on yep. it with a camera pointing out. And it would it would point at different things and take these photos. He said to me, he said to us, I think it takes 75,000 photos yeah. in, in every go or something like that. It was wild number of photos. Yep. And they had one that was a severed head. Ninety-seven <laughs> percent. Not realistic. a real severed head, or like a dummy head, but it was it, like acu- like a hyper accurate head. Sally, yeah, Sally. We called one Sally, and I called the other one Karen. And Karen Sally had a day off. Was a real person that worked there. Yeah, I'm like, like bring her in. They, why didn't they bring her out? It would have been yeah. unbelievable. But it looked real, super realistic. They said ninety-seven percent. Yeah, human realistic. It was creepy real. And the idea was it went around with a camera using the front camera to yeah, do so selfie selfies tests in all these and it environments. Had a, you notice it had a, a color chart on its just on its chest so that yeah. it could do color matching and things. Uh, bright light behind it, dark, yeah. and all these different movements. And it was fascinating because you think about 
again, this goes to, and we 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 indicated to ourselves, we we're like, hang on, would Apple have something like this? Would Samsung no, have no something doubt. like this? Yeah, of course they no do. This they is would. how you go around. A little Nate was asking questions about whether they <laughs> whether they take that's an inside joke, whether they take um like DSLR photos in the same positions to work out how yeah. good the quality is. What I took out of their response was it's. You know, yes, they do, but it's more about just color representation yeah. and the, and light uh, representation among anything else. Yep. But yeah, and, it was and all the cool. different scenarios. Like there was a like a really dimly lit cafe, and then there was like a bright karaoke there was bar, a fast food shop with you and fast your mates. Fast food shop. Yeah, There's, there was <laughs> there three was dummies like there. A sh- like and a shopping, Stephen, little shopping center. <laughs> that an outdoor area. Yeah. And in the outdoor area was the seven meter track that we were. It was we very a, weird. There was literally a, a ru- yeah, like running a, track, a tra- and then track and then a roadway with a, a pedestrian roadway. crossing. It was yeah. like, what the hell is all? So this? these are sort of to test outdoor scenarios. So these two idiots from Australia you go, yeah. let's race. Well, you you put it on me. You said, listen, I'll race you. I went okay, and. I think uh, I beat you easy. And I took three you, steps. You felt like I was going to face plant and plant. stood up immediately. That's the I'm first like, oh time my god! Trevor's ever sprinted in his life. Yeah, is that right? I'm hundred percent. Wow. And yeah, I, I beat you easy. It was like you know, I'm you feeling said, it in my, in was, my lower leg as, as well. You, I was just saying, Bolton Heat one, mate. I just trotted up there, but yeah, trotted <laughs> up there. We should check if we. I'll, is I, that on know, camera? Did I gonna, I'll, I'll check Ariana right now and ask her if she got that video. Oh yeah. That's twice and I, I'll be, yeah. Let me just say this straight away. <laughs> I don't approve sharing it until I've seen it. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, right. That, that rule doesn't apply to you because you share stuff without showing me. Oh, you saw I took <laughs> the photos. Did you take a video of our running, <laughs> inverted commas, race? Um, so, yeah, again, I think, to be honest, of all the – before we get to the factory, of all the things we saw, I thought the photo lab was the most interesting because it, it showed yeah, yeah. it showed the amount of effort they put into yeah. testing the cameras and checking that they they work in that sense. So that was pretty cool. Because the next one was an NFC lab. Now, NFC lab, what the hell do you test there, right? NFC works or it doesn't. But here's the thing: when you when you tap and go on an FPOS terminal, one thing yep. happens. When you tap and go on a on a door lock. Something else yes. happens, and yeah. there's different door locks from around the world. There's different brands, so basically they they've got robots that tap and go phones to see if they over are and over correctly uh, yeah, recognizing I, I the saw, NFC. In that room, they had them. They had them like ones that were just tapping constantly to make sure to test the the distance it would needs and the speed. Yeah, but then over on the side, I sort of checked out this shelf that had every possible payment terminal. And door lock and yep. other NFC type product, yep. and that they would have been brought into that into the main part of the lab and tested again. And so you got you got to remember too, like a lot of a lot of the entry level Oppo phones um, have, ha- have they do have NFC. Yeah. A lot of the really cheap ones and don't. But also think about a different markets, like uh, yeah. the South American market. If they have big and good sales there, yep. they've got some random factory uh, company making NFC yeah. door locks. Yeah. Or entry codes. So that's got to be accurate be for tested, those two yeah. products. Yeah. So you don't even think so about. So you're it. saying so Oppo were one of the first companies I thought that had NFC on budget phones, weren't they? Were they? I think like so. They were yeah. cheaper phones because that was a problem. You buy like a one ninety nine uh, Alcatel or whatever, and, and had no done. NFC. Yeah. But Oppo was sort of had like a two hundred forty nine three hundred dollar phone that had mm. NFC. Yeah. And uh, th- that was like during COVID, you had to use like a lot of people were they had, couldn't use cash, they were making payments. And so that was their introduction to it. But no, this it was an eye opener to see just the sheer number of terminals, both payment terminals. There yeah. were even larger terminals that, that were they must have been like older technologies are really big. But then I saw door locks and, and even hotel type locks as well, where you could use it to um unlock and uh, get let yourself in your house basically. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then uh what was after that? Then we went to the factory. So here here we'd so we'd already seen the cyber reel, so all, all the the fitness uh, aspects. We'd also then seen the photo, how much trouble they go to, like tweaking the cameras and the and the and the sensors to make sure they've got accurate color representations uh, as well. And then uh, NFC. But now it was time to see it all come together. This was the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we went to their factory. It was another drive, a bit of a drive from the previous center where we were. Yeah. And. We basically had to put on the those blue what well, those blue plastic Hand-nets slip-ons. for your shoes, yeah. So we had to put little these little things on our shoes, and that that was wasn't for static or nothing, was it? That was to that was for hygiene. 
Yeah, I think it was for hygiene. Was that for hygiene? Because you got dirt and crap on your shoes. Right. They don't want that near the factory. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't because of static or anything, was it? I mean, if you wanted to, you could just wear socks. Well, because I'm thinking if it's for hygiene, <laughs> wouldn't they have made us wear hats and stuff as well? Like, yeah, I don't know. Mate, anyway. does it really matter? Well, I'd just like to know why i got to cover my shoes in plastic, but anyway. Oh, okay. That's right. what we did. And then they led us down the line, and it was fascinating to see sort of the, the first part was like nearly entirely automated. Yeah. So this is the part of the production where they were, they were printing the soldering uh, plan for the motherboard. It was then honestly, the, and we've been to HTC's factory yeah. in uh, Taiwan, and we saw essentially the final part of this was multi-stage process we saw today. But at HTC, we saw essentially the final part where it was people, yeah. you know, putting the covers so the, on. And they, they had the motherboard. And and but then this they had, was from scratch, man. Yeah, and they had the like, reels of transistors and, and other components that just go onto the board. Yeah. And with, like, it's, it's, so mic- it's so microscopic that a robot, only a robot could do it yeah. accurately. So like there was a thousand the, yeah. soldiers yeah. on a thing yeah. the size of less a than human, the palm of your a hand. A human couldn't do that. So that, that's, that was the automated part of it. Yeah, but what we then what we then saw was the as the production line progressed, we saw the final product. So the motherboard was done. We also saw then the fingerprint reader, the camera lenses, the front camera, and then everything was coming together. So there were the, and uh, yeah. uh, up in the next stage, there were more there were more humans doing those more little humans. checks. That sound funny to well, say. but there were people actually putting things on boards, connecting the L yeah, like the L was, cables and if, stuff. If there was a station that was, uh, you know, four people sitting side by side, one might have been putting the fingerprint reader in, one yeah. might have taken the cable that goes from the fingerprint reader to the yeah. motherboard, the next one might have put the camera module in, you know, like literally every yeah. little bit. Battery in it. Um, and there was another, and so uh, the screen, then, they, then the, the middle frame, I think they called it, then was attached to the screen. And then the screen went through a test. Remember the testing it was going yeah. through? So we had to pass through. There was like a QR code on the screen, went through a testing uh, testing machine, and then it came out the other side. And it, or there was like certain colored boxes on the front that showed that it passed the test. Yeah. And then the, the, the I did note, remember the guy that was taking out what looked like the SIM card tray? Mm. Apparently inside the SIM card tray during the test was like a little circuit. Yeah, so I noticed early on they were putting yeah. a SIM card, in, SIM card tray in, but... Then they took it out later and put another one and in. Put a blank and so one I, in there, yeah. I, I assume from that that the one they put in had essentially a circuit board in it, which yeah. told it how to run all these tests. Might might have run a little test on the radios and the and the, yeah. the Wi Fi and all that. Everything gets tested on every yeah. phone. And then you saw the back. I think they were making the Reno. It was the Reno phone, right? And then you saw the the back. I think it was the the sort of the bluey, the aqua blue color one. Then you saw the that put on the back, and then. The, it, it right got down to the, the when they were putting the plastic on the front screen, plastic on the back, and then at the end of the line they just put them in boxes. They're packaging yeah. and then they're ready to go. Yeah. And what was the production line per day? Three thousand so, a day? Did they? So say? I'm going to ask clarification on this because we had a weird conversation with someone in you know mixed languages to try and understand yeah. it. But I heard three thousand a day per, per line. line. Yeah, me too. Which and how many be, lines are there? There was there were seven lines in that room. Wow. And that's so only that? one factory. So that's twenty one thousand phones. That's a only day. one factory. Yeah, wow. There's multiple factories, right? So and so would we, a lot so of phones. The, and, and would so the by the way, make all the, like, by the way, it was it would be a lot less than three thousand on the on the flip or fold because it's more yeah, complicated. Of course, yeah. yeah. But that's what I was going to ask. Would you made flip, that clear? Would the flip and fold have been made in that factory, or was that I another just, factory? I just don't think so because you look at that machine that was printing the circuit board yeah. and stuff. It doesn't seem like it's dynamic enough that it could just one day be they one were testing them, remember? and one day it could be the next. Yeah, they tested them there, but maybe not made them there. Well, that was the next thing we saw was they do yeah. they do random samples and they put them through drop tests. What about the drop test? The drop I thought test. The, I thought the the twist test was the most interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Bit of a jerry rig machine. Yeah. You know? so, so taking the top, taking the bottom, twisting them in different directions. Yeah. And uh, but before that, I think was the drop test where they had just a box. And phones just rattling around, which dropping simulated in the box. a meter drop continuously. Yeah. And, and I think the, the, it did thirty tumbles, so thirty times, and it was like one meter, one point two meters. Yeah. Then there was another guy standing in front of a machine. He'd sort of put a phone on with like a suction cup on an arm, and it it'd raise up to like one point one point four or one point eight meters, and just drop it really hard to the like onto a metal plate. Like I'm talking, it'd be me like me throwing the flow phone on the floor. And the phone just kept coming up, no cracks, nothing, and he was checking it. It was still working. He'd put it on another way, so it hit another edge. And I'm thinking, wow, every time it, it – it, I cringed every time it hit the ground. So that's the sort of thorough testing they go through. I wonder if they need to do it on cement, though. 
Then they also did a uh, – so they also did the oh, – testing the cables, the plugs. Remember that guy plugging in yeah. the headphones just over and over again? He, there was all these machines, <laughs> lots of machines. And yeah. then there was this one kid, I reckon he was the intern, and he, he had two phones that were sticky taped to the desk, yeah. and he was pushing in headphones and turning them. <laughs> it was very weird. He might have been on work experience, that kid. It was very weird. Work experience. Or and discipline then, reaction. <laughs> then there was also the cable test. Remember the port test? Yeah. Remember like the cable was getting bent uh, like to simulate the day-to-day wear yeah. and tear of charging your phone? Yeah. And then we went to the water testing. Remember the, the old mate was in the corner? I said he had a phone in his hand standing in front of a 1.5-meter tank, which is I think his IP67 means it can go 1.5 meters for 30 minutes. Yeah. And I'm, I said, okay, mate, let's go. Throw it in. And he just looked at me thinking, I'm not doing anything, mate. Like, I thought break. he would have dropped it in and sort of we, so we could see something, but he didn't do anything. Maybe he's on his smoker, you reckon? And in that same room, there was a box that was spraying yeah. the phones to yeah. simulate IP4. They were the find, yeah, the um, find N3, the flip uh, phone, the just, fold you know, phones. Rain and, and yeah. sweat. And it was, it, was, it was firing water right at the screen. The screen's so there was fine. a folded it's the edges one. Of the worry. Folded and unfolded, was yeah. getting sprayed. Yeah. And so what, what was after that? We said. Uh, we saw the testing lab. What, what other tests did they put them through? That's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, lots. We can't document them all. Cause, yeah. so, and to be clear... Well, we weren't allowed to have cameras at this section yes, too, to be clear, way, you'll yeah. see some photos from us probably online in the, in the week ahead about things like the health lab and stuff, but you won't yeah. see the production line because yeah. we were not allowed to take photos in there. It was... Yeah, we were we were taking photos in all those other ones. So yeah, Cyber Real the Fitness, photo, right. the photo robot, NFC, and the factory, no. We yep. couldn't, no photo. They said no photo. It photo-to. would have been the best content, but oh, not allowed. Brilliant. Yeah. Which what, is funny because. What could they have seen? I know, that's the I know, thing. I reckon other companies would have seen it. They would have, yeah, would have seen, give other companies a. I'm pretty security. sure they've all got the same style machines. Maybe, like, maybe. honestly, the machine, I've got to tell you, the most impressive thing to me was, yeah, okay, cool, you can print soldering on a circuit board, but it was the circuit board with raw solder on it yeah. goes through a machine. Which, as you said, has rolls of things like transistors, resistors, and, it, and they get they get yeah, placed on the board and then heated up in this oven the hard, the, the that softens chip. the softens the the solder to make them adhere. It's yeah. like we're talking Great about process. microscopic yeah. processes. It was that was absolutely so wild like, to me. That's like the heart of the phone, isn't it? The, yeah, and that, that included the little memory chip and the um, everything, the fingerprint reader and the everything was in there. It's very cool. It really did give you an appreciation. Like you see a phone, and you think, "Oh yeah," but seeing the process it went through, and like we literally saw motherboard, and at the end of the line, a phone. Yep. With all of that, cameras going in, everything going in, screen going in, being tested and packaged right before our eyes. It was very cool. It was amazing. It was super impressive. So uh, grateful to Oppo for bringing us over to Shenzhen, China, to have a look at that. It gives me a great appreciation for the effort they go to. Uh, across all their phones. Um, and it makes you understand also why they do do cameras so well because they do yes. do cameras very yeah. well. Um, we're both rocking and testing the Find N3 foldable, yep. um, which is which does have an outstanding camera on it. Yeah, um, it does really good camera and no, a good front screen too. Not in a position to give you a great review, but generally yeah. Yeah. outstanding. I've got to tell you straight up, yep. I'm very impressed. The camera's awesome. There's things I yeah. would do differently, Yeah, but, but it's unbelievable phone. They have... They have shown Samsung mm. what can be done. Absolutely, yeah. That it's all about that front screen too. The wide, slightly wider, yeah. like slightly shorter, but slightly wider. Yeah. Better aspect ratio to get more done on that front screen. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you'll be able to see bits and pieces of that online over the week ahead. Techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. All right, well, why not put a uh, great Wi-Fi network under the Christmas tree? That's what Orby's suggesting, Netgear. Um, Orby is a great idea for the family because it is the backbone of your family. If you didn't have power at home, you'd go out of your way to make sure you had power. If you didn't have water at home, you'd go out of your way to make sure you had the water fixed. So if you've got rubbish internet and the kids are complaining, you're complaining, and you're just not getting the ideal situation from your uh, NBN or your internet connection, Netgear's got you covered. The Orbi range will give you everything you need in terms of Wi-Fi, which is basically filling the dead spots. There's no dead spots in your home with an Orbi. There's no slow speeds in your home with an Orbi because every room in your home gets the best, and that's what you get with Netgear. Netgear Orbi comes in a range of different shapes, sizes, models for every different home. Netgear's website shows you which one is right for you by going through a little uh, little quiz that tells you exactly one which one you should be looking at. So check all that out at netgear.com.au. 
This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I think we did well talking 40 minutes without talking about Optus, um, but now it's time <laughs> to unleash. Um, uh, well done, Optus, on taking three and a half days to announce a compensation package for your customers, uh, and well done on ignoring a bunch of them. That was genius. Um, it's fascinating to me that they sat in a room for two days and went, what are we going to do for all these people who we uh, deprived of internet? And then they said to Kelly... Let's you, give them something we don't Hey, don't Kelly, need. you shut up because you, 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 really, <laughs> you really put them down in the papers by saying it'll only be less than $2 a day. Oh, baby. And they agreed to give them 200 gigabytes of data. Now, a couple of things. Uh, prepaid customers actually get a pretty good deal. Prepaid so customers free, free get unlimited data for seven weekends, one of which we've already had. Yeah. That's pretty good, I think. If you're that's a prepaid awesome. customer, that's yeah. not bad. Yep. But if you're a postpaid customer, and what I've been saying all week, Stephen, is look, in seven years ago when Telstra had a massive outage, they gave unlimited data for a day. Yep. The value of was that it was a weekend? It might have been a weekend. Doesn't matter. The weekend. value of that was in that time, uh, data our data was costly. So if you had yep. a plan with 10 gigabytes of data and you use 11, you would pay extra for it. Yeah, true. Excess usage charges. Yeah. Also, 10 gigabytes was a lot of data on a plan back then. Now, so people took advantage of that. Today, on the Optus $69 plan, you get at least 200 gigabytes of data, possibly 500, depending on when you signed up, and the average person uses 15 gigabytes of data per, per month. So there's not not only no need for extra data, but there's no value to it. Yeah. So they gave people something that had no value. Don't you think that was the yeah, slap well, in the face? Like it, it was. The, well, people have already got a ton of data anyway, so it's it's like it's like those. It's like me paying extra for an extra five hundred gig of data that I'll never use, mm. but just knowing I've got it is somehow meant to satisfy the customer. In this case, like an extra two hundred gig, I've already got five hundred. Like why would I need two hundred more? And to kick it yeah. while you're down even further, yeah. you don't even just get it. You got to add apply it. For it. Yeah, you got to go to the it. app and add yeah, it. No, yeah, it's a process. And don't if you're just, on, just add it. if you're on one of their choice plans, the terms and conditions require that you be on direct debit. Yep. If you previously got the choice plan without being on direct debit and you hadn't added your card or, or bank for direct debit, to get the bonus data, you had to add the card to get direct debit. Oh god! Like they're just kicking people. They made it messy. <laughs> they just now, kept kicking people. The a couple of days ago, late Monday, they also sent out another release and they. They it, it was I think it was deliberately technical to to keep it vague for people the the yeah. cause there was yep. like an international peering update that apparently you were saying came from Singapore so it came from their own well originally they just said an international own, peering update yeah. a lot of speculation in the market was yes. it was Akamai right. um, the big streaming kind of provider yep. but it turns out it was Singtel their right. parent company so their their software upgrade flooded the routers and basically caused the whole crash the network and and they were saying that they had to actually f- go to these data sites and physically reboot the routers and now, get all that done i you were on a plane but i yeah. joined late in a round table with telstra yeah uh this and this should be very clear this was a pre-planned uh, you know investor day agm style yeah, you know it was in place before the outage. already happening yeah. and they did not specifically comment on optus they were yeah. very clear about that but we still got a lot out of them, and I only heard a bit of it. But <clears throat> Channa, the um, the the network head of the head networks, yeah, made a broad point that said, "Look, firstly, we've got multiple uh, cores; ours are not all linked. Yep. Secondly, we have I I understood it. What he said as being, they essentially have a private network yep. that allows them, if needed, to get in. Oh, so." But unlike Optus, who unlike was locked Optus, out, they couldn't had use to their physically go to their they knock had to on buy, a door. They had to buy SIM cards <clears> to, to communicate. And and yeah. I confirmed. I've spoken to a previous employee of Vodafone, yeah. uh, who said they they have their their key executives have go bags, which basically have SIM cards for the other telcos in it. <laughs> Telstra confirmed they do have SIM cards for the other telcos. Of course, their executive yeah. team. Yep. And we know for a fact that Optus doesn't because they. I, I spoke to one of them who said we couldn't call each other. <laughs> I'd say there'd be some changes in the air just over there. I'm, I'm surprised she's still there. I'm, I'm going to owe you yeah, bucks we'll, if she doesn't we'll discuss, go We'll discuss that. But the um, the cause, we, which we kind of knew anyway, took them... We knew a, from day one. Took them so how many days? Took them six days to... to admit five it. Five days to come right with the with the answer. Yep. Kelly Bay Rosemary is still copping a bit of stick about not getting on the front foot and talking about the cause and giving, giving, giving customers something. 
yeah. earlier. And and this is after their shocking handling of the breach. She never learned her lesson. Yes. Now, the the other thing she mentioned in that message is the fact that this will never happen again, they said. It'll never happen again. It's now, reading over the weekend in the Herald, Matt Tett from Enix Lab, he, he was quoted in the Herald as saying, basically the problem Optus had was that they had all their services on one backbone. So the mobile, there was the trifecta of outages, mobile, landline, internet. Yep. Yep. And it, it's like it's like sending the king, queen, and the prince on the same plane. If it crashes, you're gone. They're yep. all dead. Yep. So in this instance, they, it crashed and they were all dead. So that, I think, from what she was, what was said in that statement says, oh, this will never happen again. So they've obviously separated them, done something. So I call my, BS my, on that. I call BS on that. You reckon? How do you do that in three days? I don't know. I don't know. Just change the router plan? I don't know. But you, you'd have to have something in train anyway to, to do it. I don't think it can happen overnight, but I reckon yeah. they're working to do that. But here's my question. The, you know how we were talking about people leaving Optus, right? Yeah. Go on a photo, Telstra, wherever. Yeah. Would it? Would you argue that staying with Optus was probably going to be – they're sort of the least likely company to have an outage after this, do you reckon? No. Like, but would it? The chances of them having an outage now after this is quite low. <laughs> I think so. I then, don't think people you go leave another Optus. Telstra, like Telstra, or Vodafone. They have outages. Yeah, I agree, and that's yeah. why I keep saying as much as possible. No one is immune to this. No yeah. talker. Yeah. But I don't think people leave Optus because they had an outage. I think people leave Optus because they've had enough yeah. of the way they communicate with their customers. Yeah, maybe. Like and I, I, said, and I, still I don't said think they there's going to be not, enough. They may not recover from this. In terms, they may lose customers and never win them back. Like after yeah. the breach, she <laughs> remembers like Kelly Bay Rosemarin said that they became customer positive. So they lost a heap, but then gained and, and then gained even more to yeah. take them further than where they were before. And why? I did, how did they think do that's that? going to happen. How did they do that? Well, they did absolutely plans, yeah. aggressive. And let's be real. iPhone. It's Samsung not just about. Launches, it's yeah. not just about saying to Harvey Norman, "We're going to give you a good deal on the iPhone." It's about yeah. saying. We're going to give you twenty dollars a month. I'm making numbers up. Yeah. We're going to give you twenty dollars a month per customer. Yeah. To to sign to people sign up, up yeah. which is why have you heard the Jerry Harvey ad? Yes. Oh, about yeah. My give him give him a go. Yeah, yeah that's give him right. a go. Wiley. It's not the Australian way. Yeah, Are you kidding, Jerry? Yeah, I know. Which, by the way, yeah, that's not out of that's not out of loyalty. That's out of money. It, it's that's entirely yeah. about him getting money from yeah, Optus. Right. I thought the same thing. And here's the absolute kicker, Jerry. Yeah. Mate. The plans, there are 39 different plans, postpaid yeah. plans, yeah. that are not eligible for the for the 200 gigabyte compensation. <laughs> they are old plans and they are Officeworks and Harvey Norman plans. So his own that customers are not, are not eligible really? for the 200 gigabyte. And he's spruiking them off. Well, mate, there's a deal there, of course. There's a deal. No, no doubt about it. It's cheap. Now, uh, my other question now, yeah. and we've, we've got a bet on this. Will Kelly... Bayer Rosemarin still be the CEO. I thought that she would quit before. In fact, she may quit tonight. It's the only last time. So, like the bet was before when the we got Senate, home from China. Yeah. If she hadn't left, you owe me a hundred bucks. So my my idea was that when she fronts the Senate, yeah, doesn't matter what happens there. The When's head, that? It's, it's Friday. Uh, uh, yeah, Friday Australian time. Okay. When she fronts the Senate, the headlines will be you know Fort Kelly Bayer Rosemarin falls on sword as opposed to. Oh. Whatever the hell she says at the Senate, right? So diversion, mate. I don't reckon. Like, she's had. There's mate, been if two she doesn't major, leave, I'm never allowed back yeah, at Optus Kids. <laughs> there were two major incidents under her watch. Yeah, and but but here's the thing, mate. You and I know that from from people at Optus, the vibe was that she did a fantastic job during the breach. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah. The, the the word from inside was that how what how well she did it handling matter. the breach. It doesn't matter. And yet, yet to the outside world, we're thinking what? So, do you think that it's possible that there's th- that the same vibe exists yes. now? I her? think they are which blinded. Which is why she won't quit. Yeah, and no, I think you're probably. Yeah. I think I think you're which highly likely right. Which is why she's I don't know whether she's insulated or or whether she's got. The, whether she only sort of talks to a couple of t- yep. a tight circle of people yep. um, about things, you know, and uh, they've got a comms team that can fill. You know, you can you can fill four football teams with their comms team, right? They've got a lot of people, yeah. And yet, it took them in the first couple of days thirty six hours to come up with a four paragraph statement. Like, mm. why? It's wild. Yeah. And here's the thing: um, 
I, I during the data breach, I felt uh, like a spotlight because of the way I spoke about her. I felt like I was being targeting her or something, right? Yeah. But I don't, I don't at all hold back from that. I think I, I absolutely believe in what I said. This time, it's like everyone is saying the same thing. The Media Watch story on Monday night was an absolute hit job on her yeah. and their performance in handling how, this I'll, thing. I'll tell you what, you, this is the thing I reckon that shows she's just sort of a bit out of touch. Do you remember that comment she said about the barber? Yeah, oh yeah. That? She goes, oh, we were sitting we in my know. office, yeah. and we watched Channel Nine News, yeah. and, she and goes, Damien well, Ryan crossed to that barber, and he asked her, and she goes, "Well, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because I would have thought that cutting hair was the one thing you could do without communication, with a smile Hello, on her face." How do you accept payment? But that—that's that is going to haunt her because that just goes to show: does she not know that people use Optus Network to, to accept payments? Yeah. Like, hello, like that—that—that's the CEO talking. It's not like some low-level now, executive. That's the CEO saying that. You just said, and rightly, that internally it's perceived that she did a great job. Yeah. So let's just assume she's an unbelievable leader. Yeah. Okay? Now, it may be the case. Yeah. Because my only criticism of her is her public her communi- handling she's not a good of this communicator. Hundred yeah. percent. I don't know what she's like as a boss, yeah. as a leader, as a strategist. Probably I have great. no idea. Probably great. She's probably amazing. In crisis mode, so, though, what do you do? A good leader. Should know or have been told yeah. that she's an absolutely horrible communicator publicly, yeah. and you take find whoever it is, yep. and you put them up as the voice of Optus, and you say to I them, agree. "Listen, yeah. you say, Steve, mate, listen, I know you're head of comms, right? And it's not your job to yeah. be the public face, yeah. but we both know yeah. that I can't be the public face of this because of that that quiver in my voice, because of whatever it is, right? Yep. So, Steve, let me tell you this, buddy. Whatever you do, whatever you say out there, however bad it is, I've got your back." Yeah, I, I will back you through so this. So you think she should have had a proxy That's for herself? That's right. Because, because why not her though? Be, why not her? Because she's not a great public speaker. Yeah. She's horrible. But hang on a minute. She's got a comms team that could have written something for her. No, no, but it's not about the writing. It's about yeah. the delivery. I'm sorry, and yeah. this is not misogynistic. This yeah. is yeah. she has no great ability to essentially communicate with the average person. Yeah. She lives in Vaucluse in a multi-million yeah. dollar mansion and has no acceptance but, of the average person. Okay, but good luck so to her. So what I'm like, saying I, is... I don't think that should go against her. Good anyone, luck to her. Anyone... Yeah, yeah. No, but she's just yeah. out, of, she's out of touch. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. know how to communicate. Yeah. But the, my point is anyone, if Stephen Fennick stood up and was the voice of Optus because he was head of comms, right, yeah. you would have you would have made the same mistake with the barber because that was a no, blind side. No, no, no I'm saying those okay. things would have happened, yeah. right? You have to assume that would have happened, yeah. right? But the point is the CEO backs that person and says, listen, it doesn't matter how yeah, bad it yeah, goes. Yeah. We just need you on the front foot. We need you talking. Yeah. But they here, should have put someone else up. Do you remember up. when I said my theory was that the, it was very much the board's decision to sort of not do I don't this? believe that for a well, second. Well, no, I, I actually have proof now that it wasn't the board because uh, apparently Virgin Mobile were part of Singtel as well. Right. And I heard from a, from a contact that from their side after a breach and same board mm. – Virgin's Virgin Mobile's approach was over communicate, overdo this, yeah. do do more than they ever yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. ever expect. So it's obviously not the board driven decision to yeah. boards, keep quiet. Mate, yeah. Boards don't get involved in day to day stuff. Boards yeah. boards meet on a because, you know, monthly a, or quarterly basis. It could have been a timing thing though. though they might have just happened to be meeting that day. Or, or Even something. if they were, yeah. you don't ring the board and say, "What should we do?" The yeah. board's job is not to get involved in day-to-day okay. activity, okay. so it's definitely not them. Right. It's Kelly Bay Rosmarin. So yeah, what happens, mate? Does Gladys come in the, into the picture? Like, well, what uh, happens? Mate, do you yeah, think? If if Kelly hasn't left, then there's no point worrying about who's going to take a job. Yeah. But mate, if, I'll mate, tell you now, next, I don't think she, she'll she'll I've, last through. I'm this pretty as well. confident I've lost my hundred bucks, but yeah. uh, but I'm holding <laughs> out. Okay, I'm holding out right. to even after she might leave on the weekend after the uh, the after bet the was Saturday when we're thing. back from China. Yeah, mate. when we're both back, okay. mate. You don't when get back till back. Sunday. Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. Okay. Week the Senate doesn't front page of the Sun Herald. Sun, you reckon? Kelly out. Kelly dropped. Kelly, no. <laughs> wow. I'll hold out. I'm not going to give you the okay, hundred until okay. Sunday, right? So next week's episode, we'll tell, we'll, we'll yeah. know, we'll know the result of our bet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're saying still she's going, or are you softening I'm on sticking, that? Now? I mean, are obviously, you softening on that. Now? Obviously, I'm I'm less confident now. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, but it but is I what can't it is. see. I'll put it this way: if if the 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 perception of the company was bad enough, right? If she quits. What does it change? No, but this is my exact What's it point. Change? If if this is why it has to be done quickly, it can't be where we're searching. It needs to be. We're appointing 
Pip Marlow, uh, Ben McIntosh, uh, Clive Dickens, Gary McGregor. We're, we're appointing this person. <laughs> Gary McGregor. Mate, he'd be a great boss of Optus. He'd be a great CEO of Optus. Mate, Gary, if you're listening, mate, apply. <laughs> Have a think about it. Yeah. He's unbelievable He's communicator. Yeah, yes, he he knows the yes. business. Yeah, wow. He's a people person. Are we? Yeah, well. He'd be unbelievable to see you. And plus, we're good mates with him too. He'd give us some good, good access. We'd there. be allowed back in the home. We'd be allowed back in the in the <laughs> campus. But you need you need to come out. He'll and say, say, Trevor, all is forgiven. Say Kelly's stepped down, and our new uh, CEO is this guy, and he's going to come out or, or girl and say, Yeah, right. We we've made some mistakes. Yeah. They're not as bad as they look, but we they have impacted people badly. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna change the way we approach that, and we, we most importantly, we're gonna change our focus to be entirely on you, our customer. Yeah, they said that, mate. Before, your first mate. announcement is to bring onshore call centers like Telstra did. They said that before, that what you just said. I know, but you do it with a new a new yeah, face. Yeah. Does it they doesn't said matter. It before, mate. And like like I I sort of wrote I was a bit smart ass in my story. A so bit. Uh, they said, uh, they, I, I said, you know what they're real good at? They're good at uh, apologising. <laughs> They're really good at being appreciative. They appreciate our patience. They're okay. good at saying sorry. They're, that's what they're good at. Yeah. Not real good at compensating businesses for losing money. A couple of people um, note, noted in my article, the final thing, thing I'll say about this, a couple of <laughs> people noted in my article about the compensation where I said the devil's in the detail. Yeah. Um, I um, I was mentioning the, the Jerry Harvey thing. Yeah. Um, and I wrote, Jerry Harvey's running ads on the radio and just uh, mums and dads, if kids are listening, you just need to get them to turn off for a minute or just skip it forward 30 seconds. Jerry Harvey's running ads on the radio about how we shouldn't kick Optus when they're down. Well, I've never been on Jerry or Optus's Christmas cards list, so I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll ha- no doubt have a little bit more next week because the, the Senate... The bet, uh, the bet will the be Senate, decided. And also the, we're going to hear from them at the Senate. And they're going to get, let me tell you right now, they are going to get smashed. Of course they because are. Well, let's do it like, just before we finish there's up. There's plenty of people feeding uh, think, liberal senators <laughs> questions. I think that <laughs> there will be a process. The government will say, right, in future, if this happens, here's what you must do. You need to be out within 90 minutes or two hours and identify the problem, Talk talking to the customers. Yeah. Do this, follow that. You know, have your your, your government your teams. can't dictate a communications well, strategy. But mate, you, it's wild. you think about it. well, last week Michelle Rowland, the communications minister, she did the press conference I know. I know. that Kelly Bay Rosemarin should have done. So yeah, good catch, mate. <laughs> Nearly dropped on it. Was spilled you know, water like, on the road. Did you watch that press conference? Yeah, she that should have been the Optus CEO talking like that, not the communications minister. Yep. Oh, you'd never see Telstra doing that, would you? Telstra were out already, out on the front foot with yeah. this. And, you know, even Vodafone took their licks, you know, back in the day when Absolutely. they were failing. They they came out and said, okay, look, we're doing our best. Here's what's wrong. We're going to do our best to fix it. Yeah. But I think uh, – and, and, look, if this was if this was just a solitary incident, then, ah, oh, it's bad luck. But following the breach and what happened with the breach and how yeah. customers felt and Whatever how Whatever playbook acted, they're using yeah. should have been thrown wow, away 12 wow. months yeah. ago. I agree. Yeah, Two anyway. blokes talking Optus. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by Arlo. Arlo makes some great security cameras and the video doorbell. Their new essentials range is a must-see. And Jen, keep an eye out for Black Friday deals too. Some pretty cool Black Friday deals coming your way. But one part of the Arlo ecosystem is Arlo Secure. When you buy a new doorbell or a camera, you do get free free security Free uh, subscription to Arlo Secure for three months. Is that right? Three months you get? Uh, yeah. And you uh, are able to enjoy the benefits of that. And and a lot of customers hang on to that plan. It's, I think it's a couple of cups of coffee. The price of a, uh, it starts at about four nine nine a month. And you can, depending on the number of cameras. But what having Arlo Secure allows you to have a few benefits, including smart notifications. So you're able to tell, the notification can tell you whether it's a pet, a parcel, a vehicle, or a person on your property. So you get, I'm going to look get, into my home right now. Much better, you get much better notifications. It also lets you set various zones as well. So you can set the smart zones on your camera. So that, that you only person, get front door, person, front door, Who vehicle, the hell front is that? door. Yeah, exactly. Who is that? Who is that man? Uh, looks like a delivery. It's definitely there's a, there's a vest on. It's got to be Amazon Flex. There it is. Yep, it's a dropped parcel. Done. So you can see all the details. You can view, share, and save thirty days of video and event recordings from anywhere as well. 
you instantly you'll get alerts to tell you those smart Didn't alerts knock. as well. Just put the parcel down oh, and took damn. a photo and walked away. Uh, you can Strange. also you get the smarter notifications that matter. Protect your home and business. So using the Arlo Secure app really makes that Arlo product even better. And, and let me give you another reason why Arlo Secure is a, a vital thing in my uh, ecosystem because it enhances battery life. Because yeah. you're not getting notifications about everything, which means you're not recording everything. True. It sees a person. True that. It records a person. It sees a cat walk by. I don't yep. care. So the, the plans start from four ninety nine a month for a single camera, twelve ninety a month for unlimited cameras, which is great. There value. is Secure Plus as well that offers four K recordings for unlimited cameras. That's seventeen ninety nine a month. You think about that, like divide that over over four weeks. It's like cup cup of coffee and a half a, a week. But yeah. even the twelve nine nine a month, I reckon that that's the, that's that's awesome value as well. So do yourself a favor. You are going to get Arlo Secure free for three months, but after your three months, we highly recommend you take it on full time. For more details, go to arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Oh, I'm exhausted. You distracted me then, showing. What were you showing me then? I'm trying to do oh, the live the... read with Arlo, and you're <laughs> showing me you getting your ass kicked in a race. The running race. By me. Video. Is it a video? Yeah, she videoed the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I'm smashing you. Oh, hang on. Hey, wait, wait, ready, ready? Three, set, two, one. Go. It's a three second race. Why are you holding your ear? Because my thing, my earpiece is going to fall out. Oh, what does that fall. matter? Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, smashed you. I don't know that I want to publish that. <laughs> I just look like fat heap running. Oh, boy. I mean. That's the first sprint you've ever done in your life, Ever. Isn't it? doesn't help wow. that I'm wearing a big baggy shirt, but, mate, it's not a good look. All good, mate. All good. Oh, buddy Adam's just laughing in the background. Yeah, look at his face. Mate, you got beat by an athlete, don't forget. By the way, <laughs> Adam, who's uh, from the UK. Yeah. Right, he and I. What's his surname, Adam? Butcher. Adam Butcher. He's on. Um, he's on Instagram as ASBYT. So it's Adam. Adam something Butcher. BYT YouTube. YouTube yeah. yeah. Okay. Butcher um, YouTube. The he and I are very similar. Yeah, is that right? He was getting super frustrated with like delays and sitting oh, around. Is that right? Yeah. Mate, so the thing precious, he was saying to me too? was like, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to myself here. Hundred percent. Really. Hundred percent. Okay. You um, bonded with him, did you, mate? We you did. bonded over that, did you? I'm not, I heard you, know you invite him on the podcast. Is that right? You were saying, do you want to come and join us on the podcast last no, night? Is I that did, right? no. I said, I said, I'll just oh, get rid of him and make you the second bloke. <laughs> yeah, mate. Add yeah, a bit mate. of spice to the whole Wouldn't thing. Bloody hell. Without me, mate. Oh, Wouldn't really? You long. think so, would you? Well, mate, one of us goes, we're gone, eh? There's no two blokes anymore. We could have, you know, this is, like a, marriage. Another this is like a marriage. We're locked in. Find another bloke, mate. The, the, the prenup agreement, mate, won't allow that. Oh, really? The prenup. There's a solid prenup with this one. Anyway, what's mate, next on the we're list, We're a bit mate? far into be getting a divorce now, aren't well, we? Well, mate, I, yeah, you lose half on the divorce, mate. Forget it. Look, one of the things, so what do I lose? I lose the private feed and the EV podcast. <laughs> yeah, and the movie podcast. <laughs> no, you can have, yeah, yeah I'll, 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 you have well, the movie show. I'll have to. <laughs> it's um, like that Toyota Hilux ad. Have you seen yeah, that Hilux ad? Let that's me tell a you, smart that's ad. a great ad. Yeah. That's you know, a great you ad. You know what makes me laugh, though, in that ad? Oh, can, I, can, I, can I guess? Yes. She lets him drive. No, she's going fishing. By herself. How many women do you know go fishing That's by themselves? That's so sexist. Well, I'm just saying. Like, See, I thought it's it sexist for him thing. to say, but can I drive? And she lets him. Yeah. I would have. Can I, I would, drive? What I, but so, she had all the gear on. But her he, says, gear he says, on. can I drive? Yeah. And then you see them drive away, right? Yeah. I would have put. Because wasn't it then going for a divorce? I would have put him in the passenger seat so that she oh, drove. Right. But Anna, she was all kitted out. Mate, it's a great ad. Yeah, but it's it, a great it just, ad. I, I don't know any women who like fishing. Do you know any women who like fishing? Um, I've, there's a couple on TikTok that, that are I really that, that come up into a lot. And then I know the ones <laughs> you're talking about. I know who you're talking about, you idiot. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, she's got an, I think she's got an OnlyFans channel also. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I, just, I know who it is. She's been, I'm going to name her. Can I name her? Is it who I has think she got is? a name? I don't yeah, know. It's Vicky Stark. Is it Vicky Stark? I don't know. Mate, I gotta oh, tell mate, you. Big fan. Big fan of her work. She's a fishing YouTuber. Is that who you're talking about? I don't know. Blonde? Blonde girl? Yeah. Not normally wearing much. Yeah. Yep, definitely her. Yeah. There's mate, she's got yeah. six hundred impersonation accounts. Yeah. That's her. I don't even know where her official one is. She's got an OnlyFans account too, so oh, she's she? doing very well. Well mate, I'm not yeah. I'm not into that. Very but well I she's doing. am a fan of her. F- no, I don't think that is her. So, yeah, but the... No, there's another one. There's another one that's similarly okay, dressed. Okay. Anyway, um, 
So that, yeah, the highlight. Why are we talking about that? Because the I divorce. I don't know, mate. You know, anyway, guess the, what? The longer version of the ad started with them yeah, going, no. uh, who gets this, who gets yeah, that. Yeah, the long version is divorce, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, right. Anyway, But so I think they stay together after that. That's right. They stay together. Yeah, they bond. Yeah. Good on them. Can I drive? Um, Google no, Maps fishing. is now available indoors at yes. Sydney Airport. Uh, so if you lost, uh, live view points arrows on the screen in augmented That reality. is really cool. But you know what? How hard is it to find a gate at Sydney Airport? Well, how hard I'll, is it? I'll, I'll pause you right there and say, listen, normally, so you would, I reckon you would. Uh, well, there's signs 90, that say no, no, gates 8 to 10. I reckon, yeah, do, do. oh, maybe with Apple, it's probably more like 40, 60. But I reckon most of the time you're on the left-hand side. You're on the low gate numbers, right? Because you're Qantas and stuff like that. Yep. Whereas I'm 90% over, over the in the side. high gate numbers. Yep. 90% because that used to be where Virgin was, United, yeah. everyone's around there. Lately, United, I've been through and, there too. And yeah. so oh, we go in. And Cathay was sort of the how 30s. Many, how many yeah. flights a year, right? Yeah. We go to international airport. And we know Whereas where most people, yeah. like, Their they, first time they're not the lucky airport. enough to yeah. fly as regularly as we are. Okay, so it's like, where do you go? And so you come out of security, you open up Google Maps, and Live View tells you to go forward. And then when you get to that, that duty-free section, it's yeah. like you're going to turn. Turn right. What I want to know yeah, is, yeah. does it give you the shortcuts? You know the best shortcut through to the other side, to the 50s, to the, to the to high the 50s. numbers. No, when you come out of security, yeah, you've, just, right. you've, you've picked up your bag. Yeah, you don't walk forward through the duty free. Oh, you go. There's, there's a literally little right. There's door. a little door right there. Really, doesn't look like you should no, walk through it, but yeah. it is. You walk through. You come out at the near, near the, McDonald's. Yeah. Well, not quite that far down, but you come yeah, out there right. where, near so the money avoid, exchange place. Yes. Yeah, you avoid wow. that whole duty-free so thing. you saved like about 300 metres. Yeah, but that whole duty-free thing. Yeah, well, they, but they funnel you in there, don't they? That's it's the like whole exit, point, yeah. exit through the gift yeah. shop. You know, you can't avoid it. So I'm pretty sure Google doesn't have that tip. So this is, it helps you find the gate, find the lounges too. That's handy. Yeah. Find the lounge, yep. find food, yep. cafe and stuff. Yeah. Or if you want to find, you know, there's a KFC the airport. You know, there's KFC there near gate 30. <laughs> I, I, I left trying, we, you go Cathay Pacific, you come here with Cathay. Yeah. I left, my gate number was 30, gate 30. And you know how there's like I the bookshop? I was up the other end. Well, how are you? And you went with Cathay? Yeah, okay. Cathay doesn't have set gates. Okay, well, I was sort of <coughs> near, right near KFC. There's a big bookshop there and there's that. McDonald's and, you know, where the first class lounge is up there. It's, yeah. it's, it's not far from there. KFC. It was two Maccas because the, the other Maccas yes. is now open again. Oh, the one on the way it to the 50s. It only just reopened the, since The one on the way to the COVID. 50s, yeah, is that yeah, the one? Yeah, yeah. So not yeah. near your shifty little shortcut, eh? You yeah. turn right and it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you walk past the glass. Remember, there's glass sort of. Yeah, you, where you can see all the people, people can who see in the food yeah, court. The yeah. people watching there. Anyway, it's now available, away. folks. If you're at Sydney International Airport, you can use Live View, and that's how it should be. It's wow. been wonderful having. And that works today, on. Folks. It's just Google Maps related, eh? so it yeah. doesn't matter if you've got an Android phone that's or right. iPhone. Just click it's, Live View, it's, it's and then view. hold your phone up. You click Live View, and then you hold. Your and phone so it's up. augmented reality. It's very cool. Yeah, it's good. It's but Apple have all sort of got that already, haven't they? But not indoors, not a lot of indoor places. That's the thing. It's the indoors thing that really yeah, matters. So they've got their street view, inside street right. view sort of thing, haven't they? Yeah, I don't know. And so Sydney Airport, obviously, obvious choice, biggest airport in Australia. Where else is it? Can you use this anywhere else? or is it is Indoors. I don't know about indoors, but yeah, everywhere right. else on the everywhere street. Everywhere else you can do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Stephen. That's excellent, mate. Good chat. All right, mate. Great to have Safe your company. Safe trip home too, and, buddy. Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Enjoy your uh, last extra day here, and um, yeah. I'll see you when you get back, and I'll give you 100 bucks next time I see you. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll hold you to that. All right. See you, buddy. Take care, mate. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.